Yankee Tree Service, call them today, 401-439-6028. The tree trimming experts from Lincoln, you can always find them online, yankeetreeservice.com. Tree removal since 2006, 24-7 emergency service available. It's Yankee Tree. Folks, I've dealt with them for years. Tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, also emergency service, and bucket truck service you can depend on on Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. Get a free quote, 401-439-6028. And remember, with Yankee Tree Service, they have the licensed arbitrist. They'll come out and they'll explain which tree maybe you want to get removed, maybe what tree you don't want to get removed. Tree pruning, also one of the best things you can do for your property and for your trees. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. The tree trimming experts based out of Lincoln. Call them at 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This story out of Newton is so horrific. The 41 41-year-old man arrested. Connection. The triple murder in Newton. Seemingly broke into their home. Christopher Ferguson. Christopher Ferguson charged murder, two counts of assault, battery. It is It is just horrific. I want to pick up. This is uh, some of the sound. WBZ. Uh, you just feel awful. These people, the reason people knew is they missed mass. And it was supposed to be for their anniversary. And, um... This is obviously, but it it has jolted that area and neighborhood. Here's the WBZ story. Oh, triple murder in Newton and breaking tonight. The district attorney says the man accused of killing them is now behind bars. The killings made people in Newton fear for their safety, and with tonight's arrest, they can now focus on mourning their friends and neighbors. Thank you for being with us. I'm Lisa Hughes, and I'm David Wade. Investigators told us tonight that bloody footprints helped them to track down their suspect. WBZ's Tammy Mutasa is live at the crime scene with the breaking new information. Tammy. David and Lisa, even with news of an arrest in these brutal murders of three beloved family members, there is still hurt, pain, and many questions. And investigators maintain that the attack inside that home was random. But tonight, neighbors are wondering, then why them? Why this family? Very sorry that it happened. What should have been a joyous day celebrating the 50th wedding anniversary of a beloved couple turned into the heartbreaking discovery of three family members Sunday morning. The Middlesex District Attorney's Office says 73-year-old Gilda Jill Diamore, her husband, 74-year-old Bruno Diamore, and Jill's 97-year-old mom, Lucia Arpino, were violently stabbed and beaten to death in their home on Broadway. Now, 41-year-old Christopher Ferguson has been arrested and charged with Jill's murder pending the other family members' autopsies. Yes, we're, we're relieved, and we're very sorry to the family for what happened to the three deceased people. Um, I know it's random, and it could happen to anybody. When the family didn't show up for their own celebration at Our Lady Help of Christians Church, a friend went to check on them and found the victims brutally murdered. It was their 50th anniversary vows, and we were all excited about that. Terrific people, salt of the earth, warmly welcoming to, to just the best. The DA says Jill was stabbed and bludgeoned over 30 times. Investigators found signs of a struggle in the home, including a paperweight covered in blood. They say the suspect broke in through a basement window and a number of windows had the screens pried off. At this time, we know of no established connection between the family members and Mr. Ferguson. Police say surveillance video from a nearby home showed a man walking with no shirt or shoes Sunday morning. Several officers identified Ferguson, who's known to police. He was arrested and taken to a hospital. Police later matched a bloody footprint from the home to Ferguson. Newton is a safe city. Uh, However, uh, this is a reminder that senseless acts of violence uh, do take place in cities such as ours. Um, But it is very important that we remain vigilant. 
And back out here alive, those three beloved family members will be honored at their church tomorrow evening for a memorial mass. Then the chief also tells us that on Wednesday night, the community will be coming together for a community conversation at Horace Mann Elementary School so people can share their feelings and feel free to ask the many questions that they have. Live in Newton, Tammy Mutasa, WBZ News. Now, there was another home that they were trying, that someone that they think he was trying to break into, but he was unable to get into that home. <clears throat> so instead, I mean, it is just so horrendous. Um, and then, you know, known to police. What an absolute nightmare. Those poor people. They were supposed to be in church celebrating and retaking the vows of their 50th wedding anniversary in the 97-year-old mother. <clears throat> you know, I, was, was he on drugs? Was he looking for money for drugs? What, what was the purpose of killing these people? You know, the more, the more you allow drugs to come over the border, the more they're going to start to try to normalize it, the more that they're going to let people know that or try to give them the impression that you know that you you can uh, have a serious drug problem and then function just horrific i want to play this is the uh, boston 25 story on it good evening i'm mark I'm Terry Cavanaugh in for Vanessa. New since six, the district attorney has identified the suspect as 41-year-old Christopher Ferguson. Right now, he's only been charged in the death of one victim. Two other autopsies are still pending. Uh. We've also learned late tonight that DNA from a footprint led to this arrest. Also, that the victims and suspect had no known connection at this time. As we've reported, two of the victims in this case were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. The other victim, a relative in her 90s. Oh, in Boston, 25 News reporter Jason Law live in Newton. Jason, the DA tells us tonight that these victims woman? fought for their lives as Animal. they were brutally murdered. Yeah, Mark and Carrie, this is just a, a horrific story, uh, a very, very scary. A couple in their 70s and a 97-year-old oh, woman God. attacked and killed inside of their home. And what's even scarier is that investigators say all of this appears to be completely random. For the first time, we're seeing images of Gilda Damore, her husband Bruno, and Gilda's mother, Lucia Arpino. Police say they were beaten and stabbed to death Sunday morning inside their Newton home on Broadway Street. We know that Mrs. DeMori suffered over 30 both stab oh. and blunt force trauma injuries, primarily to the upper part of her body and head. District Attorney Marion Ryan announced the arrest of 41-year-old Christopher Ferguson, charged with murder. Ferguson lives on Washington Street, a short distance away from Arpino's home. Ryan said the murder weapon was a knife, and a paperweight. There were obvious signs of struggle in one of the, bed, the bedrooms of the home, including broken furniture and a crystal paperweight covered in blood. Ryan said there were signs of a forced entry in the basement of the home. She said investigators were able to match a footprint lifted from the scene to Ferguson's foot. But what's most disturbing is that Ryan said there doesn't appear to be any connection to the suspect no. and the victims. She was a I'll probably tear up the bed. She was a lovely lady. Laura Bortland lives around the corner and knew Lucia Arpino. Oh. Even in her late 90s, she said Arpino still liked to walk around the neighborhood and talk to people. Just such a kind, sweet person. Oh. I cannot believe this happened God. to her. I, I, I've, I've heard that it's a gruesome scene as well, which... How you can do that to a 98-year-old lady and the, the, the husband and wife as well. Again, investigators say no known motive at this time. D.A. Ryan said that Ferguson had been in a hospital for about a day and a half when he was placed under arrest tonight. She wouldn't go into anything about his mental health history, but he is expected to be reigned here in Newton sometime tomorrow. We're live in Newton. I'm Jason Law for your local station, Boston 25 News. Now, again, you have three different people. We Maybe just the suddenness of it, the horror of it. No one called 911. Um... I, I, looking for money, looking for money for for drugs, and I'm not trying to sound cliche about it, but what, what, what was the purpose of that? And he's walking away and stumbling, and they're fighting for their life. I mean, it is her, just horrific over nothing. I don't even think there was a robbery. 
But maybe that's what he was initially looking for. And, of course, they probably heard him and then, you know, stumbled into him, breaking in through a basement window. Absolutely horrible, folks. There were evil people out there. I don't have, we don't know why no one called 911. Boy, police would have swarmed that place. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Remember to log on to DePetro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on DePetro.com. Folks, you're listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website petro.com time for our segment politics this week segment one he's justin katz managing editor inc of rising.com and justin uh senator josh miller of cranston he's someone that we have discussed in the past has appalling behavior in uh in this incident of him in garden city and folks if you haven't seen the body cam video i have it all up <clears throat> cranston police released it on petro.com not only is he completely just uh, a, a jerk, an offensive jerk, but he's also a pathological liar. So I want to hear Justin Katz's take on this whole Senator Josh Miller incident. Well, my first take is this is this is an escalation for him. I mean, every few yes. years there's a video of him giving somebody the finger, cursing somebody out at the state house, that kind of thing. He's just a rude guy who doesn't have any respect for people he disagrees with. Uh, politically, and he's made that clear. And so that's the first step. And apparently he keyed a car. Now we can get on beyond that, but it makes you wonder how many times he's done this and gotten that's away right. with it. Nobody noticed that he didn't like a bumper sticker, just went ahead and did it. I mean, it's such yep. a childish thing to do. He's a, he's a business owner. He's a, he's a legislator. He's a lawyer. I mean, this is a guy going around keying cars as the kind of person making decisions for Rhode Island. Uh, and then, then he goes on and he tells the police this apparently false story uh, which is then disproven by video, uh, and you know, just it just every every notch and itch he can take, he just does it, and you you don't get a sense that you know people in the media or, or in Rhode Island politics are too concerned with this. It's just just the the way of the beast, you know. They he, he ought to be resigning, in my opinion. You you can't behave like this much of a child, uh, and then then. Uh, try to weasel out of it with the police and all that and and just rem and remain a legislator he can't possibly represent all of his constituents behaving the way he does and frankly i i've always wondered this about josh miller i don't know who's voting for him i don't know that i've ever heard anybody say yes josh miller i'm voting for him uh, but i think it's time for cranston to take another look at their senator without question and i want justin also to be clear everything he was saying in the, the police body cam video, everything was saying was a lie. He was saying that when he pulled up, the guy started yelling at him. It was a 20-year-old kid. It was his mother's SUV that he used. That It was his mother's sticker that on the back that had the Biden sucks. The kid and his friend went to just go to Ben and Jerry's get ice cream. So this element of he felt threatened. There was no one there. He was threatened by seeing the bumper sticker. He keyed the vehicle because he didn't like the bumper sticker. And then when the kid was coming back to the SUV, he could hear the scraping sound. He saw him. That's when he called him out. Now, there's more to the story. <clears throat> he then was wandering around Garden City for two hours. Justin, Cranston Police, they have him. He went to Whole Foods. He was wearing a blue jacket. He bought a head of lettuce with the bag. He took off his jacket and he put it in the bag and then put the head of lettuce <laughs> on top of the jacket now who does something like that then when cranston police finally caught up to him he said oh I, i've been caught talking to colonel winquist you know you guys were patrolling my house these quote gun nuts well first of all colonel winquist in the press release said he's never contacted the cranston police so that was a lie 
No one was yelling at him. Uh, there was no reason to feel threatened other than he didn't like the bumper sticker. And then it all continued until it ended up at his house where then they were going to arrest him. And they they told him they had video that show him in between the vehicles. And none of the story that he was telling was true. So just I'm curious your thoughts on I think it's insight into how he operates under this element of gun, quote, gun nuts are after me. They're threatening me. I I felt threatened. So therefore, justified the key, this SUV. Yeah, well, I mean, from the beginning, that <laughs> that line is just dumb, right? I felt threatened by somebody with a gun, so I keyed his car. Um, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I mean, it's just like a he's fishing for, fishing for something that makes the police go, okay, all right, you're you're on our side, we'll let you go. You know, that kind of that kind of attitude. And you know, you asked who does something like walk around for two hours, buy a head of lettuce, try to hide your jacket. Who does something yeah. like that is a teenager, <laughs> an adolescent who doesn't know any better, who did something, some kind of low, low level vandalism, thinks he was seen and, and thinks if I, if I loiter around the mall a bit, if I change my appearance just a little bit, uh, maybe the police, if they're out there, won't see me and won't recognize me and I can get away with what I just did. I mean, that's, that's the kind of person who does that. Certainly not somebody who, who ought to be holding a position of authority in government, certainly not not. And certainly somebody who deserves condemnation from, from those who still are in government. But, you know, we, we haven't seen a whole lot of that from his side of the aisle. So we'll see when he starts to, when he starts to move forward uh, at events and such, if, if anybody takes the time, I think we'll just see them uh, hope that it blows away. But yeah, the, the dishonesty and the, the sneaking out of it in any way he can, he's just, you know, it, I, I wish I could say it, it surprised me, but this is kind of just, who he's always appeared to be to me anyway. And, and Justin, what do you think, if any, will be some of the, the blowback here? Um, I think this is one of those situations that I think there is going to be real blowback because it's, it's one of those things that's easy to understand. Um, a lot of times the legislation at the state house and this and that, um, it may not be easy to understand, but Number one, it's I think some people on the left are probably applauding him like good for him for doing that to someone that has that bumper sticker. But I think if you're an independent voter, certainly not the Republicans, but independent voters, some guy that's supposed to be the senator who's keying the vehicle, damaging the SUV of a 20 year old who was taking it to get ice cream at Garden City. And it's really his mother's vehicle. I, I think this is one of those things that. He's not going to shake off anytime soon. <laughs> well, I, I, I hope so. Um, you know, it, I think there's a lot that depends on it. Ten years ago, fifteen years ago, certainly I would have said definitely. Um, now I'm not so sure. I mean, as we've discussed often, yeah, both you know you've got the the media is just completely in a bag for Democrats and progressives. Does not care about truth. They're all about spin. They're the state media at this point. And you've got. Um, Ballot harvesting, where you're not really facing off against anybody, True. you don't Good have point. to actually appear. And we've also got, you know, where the most of the opposition, actually, certainly for progressives, is just evaporated by the by the demographics, the unfairness of, of Rhode Island politics and the corruption and so on. So I'm not sure. It's going to depend. It's going to depend on a few things. It's going to depend on the family, how much of a noise they make of it, if, they're, yeah. if they become kind of activist about out of just offense at ha this having been done to their car and their son. Uh, if they make a lot of noise, it's going to depend on the police and how they handle it and how he responds. Uh, if it becomes a court thing where he's fighting it, then that might hurt him a little bit more. And it's going to depend on if there's any kind of opposition that emerge. I, at this, lately, it's been hard to see any opposition, any credible opposition that isn't from the left and you don't get much more left than josh miller so i don't know that we'll see a progressive challenger trying to take advantage of this just to take that seat from him so uh it, you know i i'll i'll be actually a little surprised if, if much happens but it it should and it, it there's definitely opportunity if, if people are able and willing to to go for it folks quick break much more ahead politics this week justin katz managing editor anchorising.com right here on the john DePietro show Falcon Pest Services, 12 months of the year, you could have a pest problem. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts called Falcon Pest Services today, 
1322. Free consultation 401-739-1322. Locally owned and operated serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. They offer services for termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, in the summertime, spring, fall, mosquitoes, and many other pests. Call today for a free consultation, whether it's for your home or a restaurant. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's once a month. Call Falcon Pest Services today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. Residential and commercial, whether it's an office building, a school, a hotel, a restaurant, or your home. Call Falcon Pest Services today. Free consultation, 401 739 1322. Our segment is politics this week. With us is Justin Katz, managing editor at anchorising.com. Justin, we've had developments with the soccer stadium. I thought it was it was interesting that the media broke the story that there was no longer work being done on this tidewater landing. Governor McKee came out and said he didn't think that that was true, even though it was the labor leaders that had said it. Um, and then I, I don't know where this stands, that he's carrying on this imaginary vision. The funding is not there. But I want to hear your thoughts, the latest now on this Tidewater landing. Well, I, I had to kind of laugh at Governor McKee saying, oh, I, was, I wasn't aware of that. I mean, it just it, that's not a credible claim. The, the, the business owner uh, would have asked for more money, would have said, I'm going to have to stop if you don't. The labor leaders would have said, hey, Governor, we're, we need you to step forward with more cash for this thing to keep going. He would have been told. I mean, he's, he's been, this is part of what, how he bought his office. So he would have, he would have been aware. And, but that's just becoming the MO of McKee. I mean, when, when he went to have lunch with Scout, as we discussed last week, uh, he, oh, I didn't know they were going to be there. It's, McKee is the, I didn't know. I was unaware. I was just, I'm just sitting here doing nothing but photo ops and the, the, the state is collapsing around me. That's kind of McKee's brand at this point. And, and and where do you think that is going to lead? Because to me, uh, no matter how much he may want to spin this, the, the money is not there. I don't think the money was ever there. This whole notion of they're going to play, you know, the first season now they're saying it, Brian. Um, I, I mean, it's a joke. There's no money for the soccer stadium. It's not going to it's not going to be built. They don't have it. And then him trying to say he doesn't think that they've walked off. I think this is he's almost caught with bad spin that maybe he's still trying to tell the labor unions that this whole thing is still happening. I, I think so. I think he's probably, I don't know, if I'm trying to be empathetic, I think he's probably scared because he, he bought his position with this kind of stuff. So You're right. the more embarrassments there are, the less cooperation he's going to get from other more credible politicians, the less the less cooperation he gets, the less he can promise to deliver, and the less he can promise to deliver, the less likely his his chances of, of maintaining his position or getting anything done over the, the rest of his, his term. So I think he's he's probably looking at this as the end of end of his his political career, you know, in, as these things accumulate. And honestly, it it ought to be because it was this was all all foreseeable. We were calling this before the election. He's selling out. The bill's going to come due. You know, the soccer stadium doesn't look very plausible. You've got the Superman building. You've got other debacles just waiting to come forward. He's not going to hit on most of them, if any of them, and he's going to lose all credibility to do anything. And the more he just tries to wiggle out of things by saying he didn't know or this or that, it's it's going to be it's going to be terrible for for his his political image, and it's going to be terrible for Rhode Island because he happens to be the governor for for a number of years to come. Now, uh, Justin Katz, on top of that, uh, the whole Philadelphia trip, uh, the lunch, then it took another turn, and we've learned that not only had Governor McKee met with them but he had lunch with them at the capitol grill and then you have this back and forth where the lobbyist who's sleazy to begin with who had been indicted jeff Britt, claiming that he had set up the lunch you know weeks in advance brought his clients in and then governor mckee um insisting that he didn't you know know who it was i i noticed now that governor mckee the fact that the story doesn't match up the fact that you know, the, the people gave camp, campaign contributions right there at the lunch. Um, but he's still just like plowing ahead with his ribbon cutting and some of this other nonsense that he does. But I, I, I want to still hear your thought on this whole fiasco with what happened with uh, 
this this scout limited who's trying to redevelop the Cranston Street Armory. Well, actually, now that you mention it, it reminds me a lot like Josh Miller. <laughs> Just yes. that he, he lies, and then he when he when there's video or there's other testimony or evidence, say, oh, okay, I didn't know about that, or, or you just, oh, no, no, I gotta come up with an excuse, and we're, oh, we were doing this, we were talking about this. It's it's really uh, only in some ways worse. He he hasn't yet been found to have done any anything criminal, but but he's 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 really bobbling the ball in his job and it just looks terrible as we discussed he brought his he brought his uh, fundraiser to the to the lunch you know that for and he marked it private on his calendar so there's there's a lot going on with mckee that really should not be uh and it's just going to get worse for him because unless he writes this ship and, and maybe maybe you should call gina Ramonda for some media advice but and how to how to organize messaging and, and and run a state for that matter. But he the the more he proves incompetent at at holding his position, executing and and controlling the narrative, the less support he's going to have from anybody. And he's just going to be abandoned and like a lonely governor sitting in the state house and unable to accomplish anything. And since all he knows how to do it appears is buy off constituencies, uh, that's that's going to come back and, and haunt him. And now he's, he's even, you know, policies with, with labor unions and such, he's starting to, uh, starting to upset his municipal allies. Uh, he's just abandoning everybody at this point. And it's, it just comes down to somebody who's not prepared for his job, trying to find some way to flail his way through it. Yeah, no, and this, um, and I think it's also, you know, really come into complete war with the media uh, he's upset that Channel 12, you know, broke the story about it. He, I think, I know he was upset that Channel 12 then broke that the lobbyists had a different version of events that had happened. I come back to Governor McKee did a full press briefing. At no time did he uh, ever mention that he had actually met these individuals, that they had been this lunch at Capitol Grill. And and I don't believe him, Justin. I don't believe that he's darting out. And And if it is, it's embarrassing that he's showing up at a campaign lunch, which is what it came down to, it was it was Brit donating. It was the two people were there at the lunch with their checks. You can't get more paying for access than that. And they're actually handing over five hundred dollar campaign checks to his campaign chair at at the lunch. Um, I recognize Governor McKee's upset with the media, upset the way he felt that the whole story was overblown. But I don't think it is. And I think it's insight as to how he's running his administration. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Justin Katz, Politics This Week, right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember to log on to DePietro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on, DePietro.com. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot, J. Letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730, online at jperrypaving.com, and look for them on Facebook. Make sure to find the John DePietro Show Facebook page, and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream. Follow it all, real-time, live stream, just follow John DePietro's show right there on the Facebook page. Our segment is Politics This Week. With us is Justin Katz, Managing Editor, AnchorRising.com. Justin, just two other quick items. One is 
Uh, and I was glad to see someone bring this up that Link Chafee still doubling down, saying that, you know, Putin had invaded Ukraine. He was just trying to protect Russia from NATO expansion. The reason I mentioned that is over the course of the weekend, there was, you know, this Vanya group that was fighting with Putin in, in various. It's basically come out that it, it, at no point uh, this business that Ukraine and NATO were going to invade uh, Russia. The whole thing was a false talking point of of, um, of of Putin. But um, it is just a reminder that Chafee, it, it's kind of frightening. He did hold the position of senator. He was governor of the state. And, and his views are so discombobulated with, you know, here he was defending Putin, saying that he's just trying to protect the, the people of Russia from a NATO expansion and invasion of, of Russia. Um, it, it's just such a and then never mind he ran for president. It's, it's just such a bizarre view of the world. It is. You know, the, the thing with Link Chapey, in my opinion, is he, he never should have gotten into politics. No. At most, he should have. I mean, if he wasn't going to stay shooing horses, he should have become worked for some kind of think tank or, or become a professor or something. Because that's in my interpretation, that's really what it's about is it's just him. He read that somewhere. And, oh, well, it's all about incentives and we've got to be even handed and analyze the situation. You know, it's, such, it's like a pointy headed, not very bright, but pointy headed interpretation you know and it's i don't think he means it as like uh you know as the as the left would say like he's he's supporting putin or anything like that i think he just thinks it's a smart thing to say Uh, and he's showing how disconnected and reasonable he is and i think that that's really always been kind of the way he's come off now also uh finally justin so all the congressional leaders and senators they were actually in newport over the course of the weekend they say for meetings, but it, it's really just a boondoggle. It's just, a, to me, an excuse for them to, you know, go on a, a free weekend uh, at the taxpayer expense to, to Newport. But uh, part of being that, uh, representative and in, in congressional people, Jamie Raskin, was part of, and he was one of the impeachment managers, but then he had a fundraiser for Aaron Ruggenberg and. Here it is, man of the people, and where do they hold it? And I'm actually right now looking at a photo of their, there's Senator Tierra Back, and there's Jamie Raskin, and there's Aaron Ruggenberg, and they're in a $10 million Newport mansion that has, I think, 14 bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, I was thinking about that and pondering how crazy, how much craziness we're seeing in the news. And a lot of it comes down to, I think, just the wealthy people are – fashionably progressive now uh, yes. and so so they're able to pour tons and tons of money into this into this movement that's supporting the Regenbergs and Max and, and Millers for that matter and and it, it makes me think of the French Revolution because eventually these these progressives or radicals are going to get embarrassed by the cognitive dissonance they're going to have power and they're not going to say okay you bought us fair and square like McKee would they're going to say Oh, okay. We're coming for your heads. Thanks for all the money you gave us to get us into power. Uh, I think that's really where it's going to happen. But in the meantime, it's it's uh, it's just kind of an embarrassment for progressives. They they don't care about money. They don't care about anything as long as it supports their cause. Everything else is just talk. They they they'll aggregate the money to themselves. They're all Ivy League, Mac, Regenberg, Brown graduates. They make tons of money. They're not they're not roughing it themselves they don't they may not have 10 million dollar mansions yet but they'll get there but, but it's so it's all just it's it's a good example of how hypocritical it is and the, the rich folks in newport ought to watch out because they'll they'll be bitten when when it becomes too embarrassing and a progressive think they have the power to just take them down and justin finally um and it was kathy Gregg that put it out despite pleas from city town leaders for a veto governor mckee has allowed legislation take effect guaranteeing disability pensions pays two-thirds pay, tax-free for life to firefighters with heart conditions. Um, I, I, it, it, the, the, the cities and towns were, were begging, doesn't matter if there was any type of you know, other reason that may have caused it. And um, this whole business of the tax-free and for life, um, what, what is your thought on Governor McKee uh, allowing this to go into effect? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was a campaign promise, and that's part of what, what got him into office. But it is right. it is terrible for, for taxpayers. I mean, these things, it's, I, I believe, 
uh, you're talking about the number one cause of fatality across the whole population. And so there's a good chance that firefighters will will get these illnesses and will get these disability pensions and, and be able to just collect on a taxpayer's back. And, you know, if if the state were flush and if the government were well run, it might be, you know, and, and if it were hard to get people to do these jobs, so there had to be good benefits and all that, that might be arguable. But at this point, the state's in terrible condition and the, the cities and towns are, are complaining because this is another mandate that's just gonna make it impossible possible for them. And so this, this is what we see again and again is the municipalities, whenever they stop giving the store away themselves, which they're not, they're not innocent in this at all, but whenever they groups start to try to push back, I saw it when I was on a, in a council in Tiverton, you say the unions go to the state and get, get legislation like this. Uh, and we're, we're just going to see worse and worse. We're going to see the population exiting the state as they've been doing for decades and less and less money. And we're, these sorts of decisions are headed right for uh, a catastrophe. And from McKee's standpoint, you know, it's, it's like I said earlier, he, he's now stabbing in the back all of, his, all of his original constituencies. And so when he fails to be able to deliver on the next promise, because the, the unions and the special interests are never satisfied, they'll just, they'll just cut him loose and he'll have no base of support at all. And, and then just finally, I noticed you chimed in on Nicole Salas, um, you know, spoke in Smithfield. They've been having this whole thing uh, back and forth regarding uh, transgender and what should happen with the children in the schools. And um, in the way it was reported, Nicole, who's no shrinking violent, immediately <laughs> jumped up to correct. It's, it, it's, it's actually kind of amazing how they completely inaccurately reported what her position was. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, what, what really is striking there is the way they, they constantly notch the story in their ideological direction. It's, they might as well not even be there. They know what story they're going to write when they attend these things. And they just look for people to say the things they want said. And when they don't, they, they tweak it a little bit. Uh, and what, what's particularly striking in this case is some of the more factually incorrect uh, assertions in the article uh, were not apparently from the journalist herself, but Ethan Shorey, the editor of the, the Valley Breeze, uh, who, who introduced error by trying to give context for, for who she was, which and, and thereby really stretched it the wrong way. And I mean, I, I used to think maybe Shorey would be a little different than, than some of the other journalists, but, but he's not. And it's, it's just a matter of constantly keeping that keeping the storyline the way they want it to be we've got the good guys we've got the bad guys i mean for example somebody stood up and and was said they're introduced as a clinical social worker uh at thunder mist uh, in rhode island which sounds official but the guy is like an activist who works in transgenderism so he's he's a he's a special interest so they'll they'll go after and distort the the views of somebody who's just trying to who, who's just trying to protect children has no has been doing this for for years now, uh, trying to protect children from the excesses in school districts. She's suspect, but the guy who makes money uh, drawing people through transgenderism, he's he's just an expert in the field, and I, that's how it gets to where you just cannot trust the media. So, for example, the article says makes it sound like the two sides were equally booing and jeering each other. You can't believe that. You can't believe right. anything these newspapers say anymore when it comes to this kind of ideological stuff. They'll they'll tweak, they'll 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 move, massage, they'll they'll distort right up to the editor who won't catch it but will make it worse. That's how they create a distorted view of reality. And, and you're, you're better off just ignoring them. You'll probably have a better sense of what's going on in the world. Folks, again, he is the managing editor at AnchorRising.com. It is Justin Katz, our segment's politics this week. Justin, excellent job as always, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. Talk to you soon. Remain healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can also look for her on Facebook, but call her 401 305 3585. You know the building. It's that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. What do you find inside? Well, first of all, great service, great selection, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and CBD products, natural skincare. It's my health. Pop in and see Marie. 
1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. There's things for your pets. There's things for your children. There's things for your health. Stay healthy at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie, 401-305-3585, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Check out topetro.com. We have merchandise, all the shows, video, exclusive stories waiting for you right there at topetro.com. You're listening to the John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. Now, you had the situation, and it's an odd story with the two sisters that had all of the pets, and then the father announced that he was going to sell the house and they're very odd the Winsaka twins now they're going to be held without bail um and the bail hearing now it's not your imagination it's still going on like i said they're a little unusual here um stabbing the father to death i think he announced he was going to sell the house and then they were going to have to lose the cats so Socket will continue to be held without bail pending their trial as according to court records a bail hearing for jennifer and danielle pamula has now spanned two months they're accused of killing their father joseph back in january now that trial i do plan to cover and that certainly um should be interesting now you also have gloucester police are still looking for this suspect. There's a guy they now think he's just living up around in that area. And they're still trying to find him. He was stealing, crashing a car. He's been on the runs ever since. I went up there. They suspended the search, which I was surprised at and obviously disappointed I'd gone all the way up there. But anyhow, so now he's just in the area, like, breaking into things. details about the man accused of stealing a car and crashing it in Gloucester last week. The man's believed to be connected to multiple home break-ins and thefts following that crash on Wednesday. 12 News reporter Anita Buffoni joins us now in studio with the developments. Anita? Well, Shannon, the suspect has evaded capture by Gloucester and state police, now breaking into homes for food and stealing an ATV for transportation, according to the Gloucester police chief. His identity, though, is still unknown. Yep. The search for a wanton man continues in Gloucester and surrounding areas. Newly released images showing the man who allegedly stole a black SUV, then crashed it near Route 44 and 94. I was getting ready to pull out. I looked right quick and I saw headlights like he almost clipped the front of my truck. This began on Wednesday when the man drove a car the Gloucester police chief says he stole from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Surveillance video showing how fast he was going. Almost clipped the front of my truck. He literally... Dukes of Hazard, right over the center median in the rotary. One witness says the man almost hit other cars while speeding through town. After he crashed, the suspect took off into the woods. Later, police found what appears to be similar red shoes and T-shirt the suspect was seen on camera wearing. Since then, police say he broke into at least two homes looking for food and other supplies. An ATV was also stolen off Old Snake Hill Road. That's the last known location of the suspect, according to police. The suspect was believed to be in neighboring Connecticut at one point. The search, a multi-agency, multi-state effort. The Gloucester police chief tells 12 News the man is likely not from Rhode Island. Now police are asking the public's help in identifying and locating the man. They are also telling residents to lock their homes and vehicles as a suspect may be seeking refuge in neighboring areas. I'm Anita Buffoni, 12 News. At the very least... I mean, I think they're a little late to the game here in getting out photos of him. Uh, I th- I believe that maybe they initially thought they'd be able to be able to get him. Now they can't get him, folks. Now there's also a problem, by the way, with water. Johnson Smithfield residents are being told to conserve water. Uh, major transmission line failure. So there should be no watering of lawns or anything like that. Um, they're asking people only shower no more than once a day, preferring if you just bathe once a week. Here's the latest with the uh, water problem. Essential water usage in the Smithfield Johnston area. The superintendent of the Greenville Water District said a major transmission line failure is to blame. 12 News reporter Joe Cortez joins us live from Smithfield with what you need to know. 
Okay, Patrick, this incident all happened around 4.30 yesterday afternoon underneath the 295 bridge on Route 44. Now, we spoke with a few businesses around here. They said that they didn't have any water for a short time after, but has since been restored, and officials are now urging residents to conserve your water today. Here's some of the images we captured last night. And speaking with Dave Powers, the superintendent of the Greenville Water District, he said in his 28 years, he's never experienced anything like this. Now, his team is working on the issue as the main transmission line that comes in from Providence Water failed under Route 295. Uh. They can't access the line right now, but it's looking like they may need to install a new pipe. Yep. Now, this morning, they're looking at the availability of resources and a contractor to get here. They're hoping to drop a camera inside the pipe in hopes to locate the area of where it failed. But right now, Power says to keep that water use to a conservative measure as they get the situation figured out. That includes turning off outdoor sprinklers, shutting off outdoor hoses, and try not to fill up those pools until further notice. Uh -oh. Now, town officials are also reminding the public to try to avoid contacting the police or fire unless there is an emergency, of course. But there's a lot going on with a lot of departments working together in conglomeration with each other. But we'll, we'll figure out more information as to their final plan this morning, so stay with 12 News for the latest on this developing story. For now, reporting live in Smithfield, Joe Cortez, 12 News. He's a good reporter. I've been out in the field. I actually, um, I like him. He does a nice job. I, I, that doesn't, how about those that have waited to fill up their pools? You're out of luck. I don't know what you do with that. Not much is the answer right now. Now, also controversy. Um, I think that's interesting that a turkey got into a home and damaged the home in Warwick. And it's now, the man finds out, it's not covered under his homeowner's insurance policy. Uh, some wild turkeys, or at least one at least, crashed through the window and got into this guy's home. And um, let me hear, this is the Channel 12. 12 responds Wouldn't with the turkey. The damage left behind when a turkey got into his home and wreaked havoc. Target 12 consumer reporter Sarah Grinelli has the story new at 5:30. Sarah. Yep. Well, Shannon Mark Freeman and his family came home to find this turkey right there in their living room, leaving behind a massive mess. And Freeman says the damage that turkey did is costing him thousands of dollars. Mark Friedman and his family came home in May to an unwelcomed guest. I walked in and I saw the turkey standing in our family room, just standing behind our coffee table, between our couch and the coffee table. Friedman says a neighbor told him the turkey tried to fly over his house, but ended up crashing through a second floor window instead. And I saw glass smashed all over the kitchen floor. Wow. And I saw all the mess in the kitchen. She saw all the mess in the hallways and the stairs. In the living room. He eventually opened up his back door to chase the turkey out, but was left with a shattered window and droppings all throughout his house. The fact that we have turkeys in the neighborhood is one thing, but the fact that they came in is something else. In a way, it came through the window, smashed the glass everywhere. Wow. It was a real problem. Friedman yeah. says he called in a mitigation company to clean. He says he has to fix the broken window and have to replace one of the rugs, which will cost him thousands of dollars. So he decided to put in a claim with his insurance company. Uh -huh. Contact the insurance company first to report the claim. Yeah. They gave me the name of an adjuster to call. Yeah. The adjuster came out. But his claim was denied by his insurance company, Merrimack Mutual. <laughs> it was denied because the wow. company doesn't cover home damage caused by birds, rodents, or insects. Friedman says he's sharing his story because he wants people to be That's aware insane. of what's covered and what isn't. Yeah, we have that clause in there. But we never expected a bird to fly through our window. This right. was one that was trying to fly over a house, yep. thinking it was Superman. It didn't quite make it. Well, super bird. We reached out to the insurance company, but they declined to comment. In the studio, Sarah Grinelli, 12 News. Well, that's a problem. I mean, the people are out the money. You wouldn't think something like that. Uh, I don't know what to make. That's that's an odd story. There have been some animals in the news. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get the most of your outdoor space with Limitless Outdoors. Call today for a free quote, 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors, they specialize in patios, walkways, 
steps. They did a fantastic job on my outside steps. Outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. Call Limitless Outdoors today. Let's dream, build, and enjoy. 401-580-1852. Based in Smithfield, Limitless Outdoors. They also do indoor fireplaces or outdoor fireplaces limitless outdoors call them today free quote get the most of your outside you're gonna love what they can do for you 401-580-1852 401-580-1852 limitless outdoors dream build enjoy To the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Remember, weekdays, 11 to 2. But visit the website, DePietro.com. That's the best way to reach me. There's a direct link. Contact John. We also have all our sponsors right there. We have unique, original reporting, stories, videos. Also, all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, when we do Facebook Live, or YouTube or Twitter. It's all right there at the website, petro.com And then remember, once you're there, you can also visit the shop. We have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there folks it all starts by logging on at dipetro.com and on the left hand side you can always listen live again all our links everything begins and ends right there at the website dipetro.com aj drywall plaster home improvement call them today for a free quote you can also find them on facebook 401-323-9252 323-9252 AJ drywall plasters home improvement frame to finish basements what a difference it'll make in your basement acoustic ceilings look how beautiful your ceiling could be new homes additions also commercial rehabs painting remodeling contact them today it's a family-run business AJ drywall plaster home improvements Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make in your home, your ceilings, floors, basements. 401-323-9252. What a difference. Beautiful walls and ceilings. 401-323-9252. You can also find them on Facebook. It's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even tiktok plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com Thank you.